Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And this week we are talking about Dragon Quest Die, the manga, The Adventures of Die, manga, volume one, Disciples of Avon, volume one. In English. I forget, yeah, like what it's called. But anyway, it's in English, uh, which is which is really nice. Uh, we did an episode a while back because BJ read, you were reading like a fan translation of it. Mm-hmm. And you're yep, talking online, about there was a, and, there's a scan that you just kind of uh, scroll through. Yeah. And they swore a bunch. <laughs> yeah, they swore a lot. It was uncomfortable how much. Like, I, I did not like it. And it's not that I, I'm not. I have a mouth you're, of a sailor. Yeah, you're not a but prude. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm not a prude at all, but it was like... <laughs> This doesn't belong in Dragon Quest. Like, F-bombs don't need to be coming out of the hero's mouth. It feels weird. Yeah, as I was reading the manga uh, in English, this time through, like, the official English translation. Yeah. Anytime when he was like, you little troublemaker! In my mind, I was like, man, I wonder what this would, how this was in the fan translation. (laughs) Yeah, it it was much more graphic. (laughs) Yeah, it was probably not, you little troublemaker. (laughs) You little troublemaker, it's you little p***er. It's, uh... It was it was lots of of things like that when he was really angry and it's like nah that just doesn't fit. Yeah. Before we get too far into this episode, there's two things I want to mention. Number one is I'm having like some uh, reconstructive stuff done uh, in my house, not my face. <laughs> on my house. And, <laughs> when you said uh, reconstructive, I'm like, are you seriously gonna have to like have cosmetic surgery uh, yeah, here or something sounded, soon? I was like, I didn't know about this. Uh, but no, they're doing some reconstruction stuff uh, inside my house. It's kind of loud, so if there's any weird uh, like drilling, sawing noises, or like loud metal banging going on in the background, uh, it could happen. I'm in the room farthest away from all that right now, and it is stuff upstairs in my house, so so it's kind of far away. But anyway, if you hear weird, loud noises, that's why. And then uh, the second thing I wanted to mention, it's a little bit more fun, is that we have a new Patreon patron to give a real nice Woo! thank you to. And it's M14 Navarro. We thank you, thank you, thank you, M14. You're not M13 or M15. You're M14. Awesome. Thank you. That, that wasn't bad. As your, as your usual songs go, that one wasn't too shabby. All right, I appreciate it's, that. Yeah. It sounded like the beginning uh, song or like the end song of like an anime. It did. It sounded <laughs> like it, I started it up and it was all like, oh, this is like a uh, sitcom jingle. Yeah, it's uh, my daughter's been watching a show on Netflix. It's anime. It's called Glitter Force, which is like, I mean, it's aimed at children, but it's still it's like an anime. And right. uh, anyway, I just I felt like that that song could have been in Glitter Force. Oh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as a point of pride. Yeah, you should. Uh, anyway, so uh, so die manga. Since we were kind of chatting about the swearing, 
uh, <laughs> there for a second. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the translation here, uh, the, the the official English translation, and I I am not I did not read so much of the Dai manga previously as you had, uh, right. so you're definitely more of a Dai expert than I am. But I enjoyed it. Uh, I gotta admit that the beginning parts. And I guess heads up, spoiler warning, we are going to be talking some spoilers with volume one of the Daimanga, which goes about through episode five of the, of the anime. Um, so if you, uh, so if you watch the anime through episode five or read the manga already, don't worry. But if you're worried about spoilers, there are going to be some spoilers uh, in this episode. But yeah, I, for me with the, the die stuff is it took me a little while to get into it because right. I had, because it starts off like all the die stuff always does with like the the imposter DQ three hero and his like yep. the job imposter people showing up on the island and all of that and it's just like uh it's like it's like Batman's parents walking out of the theater and you know that they're both going to get shot it's like you know what's <laughs> going to happen and so it was just kind of like so I, I get it though I mean this is the first time it's been like officially translated into English whatever you got to include it. But for me personally, it's just like, okay, I've seen like, I've seen this like multiple times already. And so getting through like the first couple of chapters there in the manga, once I got through that though, and got to stuff that like I hadn't, hadn't read before uh, officially or like even, or stuff that I had either forgotten about with the anime, or maybe I just zoned out in the anime during certain portions. And so I didn't see this, but either way, it was really good. It just took me a minute to get past the Batman's parents getting shot in the alley outside the theater portions of the of the month. Yeah. And I mean, I read a lot of this. I actually didn't realize just how much of it I had read online uh, because this stopped way before I expected it to. And so um, I, I do like this translation much better. Um, and I like reading it in hard copy 10 times better than I do, uh, on a website on my tablet, but the, um, but the story was the same thing for me. Like I've read this before, so it felt almost trudging, which is the problem I had with the anime as well, because I, I don't like revisiting things unless I am super duper ultra into them. And then it's great, but if I'm not, then it feels like it's a task to get through. And unfortunately, that's what volume one of this felt like to me, is being a task I get through just like the anime did, because I know the story, I knew what was coming up, and I was like, yes, the translation's better, but I'm not getting anything really new out of it. They even have the cool things at the end where it's like explaining the spells, which I really liked, though. Yeah. Like I'm glad they included things like that, like Sizz and Frizz and all of it. Yeah, and I and I I really enjoyed it. I had tried watching the anime and got kind of ish far into it there at the beginning, uh, where I was watching it every week on like Hulu, and then it got taken off of Hulu, and I was like, oh well, I, I just never went out and like actively right. tried to like seek it out, and. Even then, it's really hard. I've mentioned this in a previous episode. I think it's super hard for me to get into anime. Like, I just can't do it. And I know it. it's very antithetical to my personality because all I, pl- <laughs> all I play are, like, cartoony anime games. So you yeah. would think, based on my preference for video games, uh, that I would just be super into anime and love it. And for whatever reason, I can't do it. Like, I liked the Pokemon show when I was a kid, when it was new, like Indigo League, the early stuff. Uh-huh. I've rewatched that with my kids. 
and I still enjoy it. I, it's not something I can just sit there and watch by myself. Um, I ch- got into Bleach for a little while, uh, like hmm. my senior year of high school, yeah. and enjoyed it pretty well. The anime, but it was still the manga that I liked more. Like the reason I got into Bleach is because this kid, uh, Tyler Hickman, no, not Tyler Hickman, <laughs> Tyler Horton, different Tyler. Tyler Horton sat in front of me uh, at in English lit class, this senior year in high school. And he right. had all these volumes of Bleach. And I would get done with my work ahead of most people in the class. So I would just be sitting there and I would usually read books from the library or whatever because I yep. really love reading. And so he had all this Bleach manga. And so he would share it with me and he'd pass it back behind me. And I would sit there and read it in class and then hand it back to him when class was over. And he would take uh-huh. it and then the next day we'd repeat. And so I read through like the first, like, I don't know, 15, 20 volumes of Bleach that semester in senior English and got really into it. And then back then streaming wasn't a thing yet, but Bleach was out on DVD and I bought the first season of Bleach on DVD and really liked uh-huh. it, got into it. And then uh, never went back and bought like the second season or anything like that. And I've never streamed it, but but Aww. just to kind of give you like a background into like where I'm at in terms of anime and manga, like, <laughs> like it is, it is very hard for me to get into. And I did, I've enjoyed different manga from time to time. Like I really liked the monsters plus Dragon Quest monsters plus manga, the five it was volumes. Good, yeah. yeah. We've done some episodes on that. Wasn't a fan of the ending, but I still, I still enjoy, I enjoyed the journey <laughs> anyway. And, you know, I've reread through that a few times. Um, I started uh, buying up the, uh, Viz has re- released like the collector's volumes of the Pokemon manga. Mm, and so okay. I started buying those up and I-, I fell off of it after a while because there's a very clear point, even though it's the same author and illustrator at this point where I got it, there's a clear point where you realize where the focus on Pokemon went from being like, okay, you know, these are new games. We don't know what we're doing with it yet to uh-huh. like, okay, we're definitely want to target this t- to kids because they really dial it down. The first volume the first collector's volume of the Pokemon manga is like hyper violent. Like there's like Pokemon getting broken up into tiny ice cubes and like an Arbok bot getting like sliced down the middle, like getting like bisected in the middle of a battle. And just like, it's like super violent. And I I mean, I I actually liked it. (laughs) Super violent Pokemon actually works really well. Um, And so then, uh, then this is the, the die manga is is the newest uh, kind of manga that I've been uh, reading. And, and I've enjoyed it. It's like tonally, I've said this before, and it's this is about Dai, not the manga or the anime or anything, just like Dai in general. Tonally, like everything about Dai, like it, it's hard. It's been really hard for me to get into Dai. I did not like the mobile game. We did an episode on that. Yeah. Was, that was that a year ago? How long? I can't time. It's been a lot. It's been so long that I kind of forgot that it actually had come out and released already because neither of us liked it really at all. Yeah, I don't remember either. It was like um, t- it was time, last year, but time time means nothing, <laughs> and so it's really hard to kind of gauge. I didn't like that. I you know fell off from the anime pretty quickly. I tried reading the fan translation of the manga and just and I think I think the problem there was that it was on a computer and it's just I don't mm-hmm. like read like I, I want to buy a physical copy of a print book and read that I don't want to and like you like don't even like screen. ebooks on a Kindle that no. is like the the e-ink kind of thing that is like as close as you can get to to a physical book on correct ebook 
Yeah. yeah, we have so many Kindles sitting in my house unused. It's like ridiculous because people know that Grace and I like to read. So if you know some people who like to read, a Kindle makes a g- cool gift, right? Yeah. And, and so people keep giving us Kindles. We get, and so we have like a little stack of them. We've, we've fixed them. Amazon has a thing where you can buy like a kid bumper. For the oh Kindle. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we have those, and so like on long trips to Tennessee or something, that's what we give our kids to watch because Netflix can let you download some episodes of something. And so oh yeah, so give... they're like they're Kindle Fires. When yeah. Okay, so we... see, I'm thinking of like the paper whites, where it's the e ink, just a little dedicated just ebook thing. I have a Kindle Fire, and it oh, is much worse to read on than just a regular like Kindle Kindle. I have one of those too. I um, love that one. I had like, another, I had another one, and I actually sold it to somebody I used to work with at, at, at the college. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Harley. You know who Harley is. People oh, yeah. They're like, who's Harley? Be. But yeah, uh, yeah, sold her uh, one of them because I was like, I don't need two of these. I don't really use either one of them. But anyway, I mean, yeah, k- people love Kindle. I just can't get into it. Like, I need a print book, and my wife is the same way. So having die in print in English for the first time was super exciting. And it didn't disappoint. Like this is this is probably what's going to get me into die now is the die manga, mm, yeah. which I'm not trying to be like conceited here, but that's probably the highest praise I can give. This is that this is going to be what gets me into die because I have tried like with lots of different ways. You know, the old the old manga, the old anime, the new anime, the uh, the video game. Like I've tried people, and but this might be the one that does it because for whatever reason I really enjoyed it, and um, like it was even I was even like. Last week when it came out, I was like, I'm going to take my time with this. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like 330 pages. So I was like, yeah, I'll read like one, one or two little chapters a night. And, and that'll be, yeah. that'll be good. It'll last me for like a week. Cause the next volume doesn't come out until uh, May, I believe. And so yeah, they're it's doing, like it's, like, it's like every two months. Yeah. And so I was like, I'll, I need to take my time with this. And, you know, we, we didn't do a die episode last week because we were like, we're going to take our time with it. And then once I got to like chapter four, I guess it was, it's around the time that uh, that uh, Avon and Pop show up and mm-hmm. uh, and it gets into stuff with like the uh, the Dark Lord uh, Hadlar and everything like that, that that's when I was like, it was really hard to put down after that because I was like, cool. And it was a lot of like fighting and stuff. So it was hard to just pause it right there. So I did, you know, very fervently, I was like reading, flipping through stuff and reading it and all. But then, you know, it was like, I I said I was going to take my time with it. And then I think I I held to that promise for like one night, maybe two nights. And then the third night I was like into it. And I just like read through the the next like, I don't know, 200 pages of it. Wow. Just absorbed it. Yeah. And I looked back just now, like talking about the mobile game, and we did our episode on uh, the adventure of Die, Heroes Bonds, uh, is out on uh, October 1st. Oh my so, gosh, October? It wasn't even six months ago. It wasn't even six months oh ago, and we've already, like, like, the last two years have been just one extended blur for me, it's been and rough, there's yeah. no... There is no concept of time within that. It's just things happened within this amorphous like circle of time. And it turns out that one is closer to the end than I ever would have given it credit for. I thought it was uh, early spring last year. Uh, surely since we talked about that. Yeah, I. Uh, Grace, my yeah. wife, Grace, she showed me something that was talking about uh, about Parasite winning an Oscar. 
And that was, before, Oh yeah. That was before all the lockdowns happened in 2020. And to me, like it's either that it feels like it was not long ago or everything feels like super long ago. And for that, yeah. for some reason that didn't feel that long ago to me. And I was like, Huh, that's weird. It doesn't seem like that was, you know, two years ago. Like that's kind of odd. But then she was talking about something about us watching it. And I was like, uh-huh. Oh, I don't remember watching uh, Parasite. She's like, yeah, we did just like a few months ago. And she started like describing it to me again. I was like, Oh yeah, we, we did watch that. And so I don't know what happened, but it's like, it's like, I, I can, there's the before time. <laughs> where it like, <laughs> where like it feels like it was just like yesterday, but then there's like a two years in the middle that feels like it has been 60 years. <laughs> yes, it does. And I know that that's kind of a joke and a cliche among people talking about all of this, but it's, but it's true. true. I really do feel that way. It's like, I don't even, I'm not even going in on the hyperbole of, you know, these years have lasted forever kind of thing. It's like, no, I don't know how long things have taken during these last two years because my brain cannot function correctly because of it. Yeah. Grace like, and I- I, Grace and I were talking that to us last year is always just March, 2020. Like yeah, that's how it our is. brains work. And even though it's like two years now has been sandwiched in there, like in our minds from we're like, Oh yeah, that was last year. We mean it. We mm-hmm. mean March, 2020. Or before. If I say, <laughs> if I say last year, I mean, 2019. Oh really? I, I do because my brain is actually stuck in like the, the March and April of 2020. Uh, my father-in-law got sick around that time too. So I don't really remember a whole lot of like summer to December and then he died in December. So I have a very clear idea of December. Uh, so it kind of pushes together. And then there's the whole grieving process that I know you've been through as well, where like last year was all grief. So I have like all of this blur that's condensed into like six months within uh, 2020 in my mind. So it's like when I think of last year, I'm thinking like 2019, but it's really spread out with just lots of uh, time between that. I honestly don't know what's gone on during those times. Like, I really can't remember anything important or useful or productive or anything during the like br- like gaps between that. That's kind of where uh, the Die Mobile game falls. It's like, I don't really know what was going on in October of last year. Like October of 2021, it's a time that happened. I think I was there. <laughs> yeah yeah I i'm assuming i was there because i'm here now <laughs> yeah i mean that that makes sense logically with me i mean it's hard for me to get into mobile games anyway but um but i think and i think this is why i think the die manga other than being a really good like solid translation uh i think that really what it has going for it for me personally is that it's print now it's print so i can read it uh the way i right. want to read it um i prefer I prefer reading to like watching stuff anyway. Like I, I, I typically prefer reading a book, reading a manga, watching a movie adaptation of that book or, or watching an anime or whatever. And I don't like mobile games, which is the only games we've gotten in English for die so far. And so right. I think because of that, that's why the manga has really kind of got a hold of me and I'm pretty excited. I mean, the, we have volume two coming out in like two months and then they're staggering the releases through, through volume five for the rest of the year. So we've got, that would be November is when volume five is coming out. So we'll have a good bit of die to, to read and everything Uh, more, more than anything though, reading this 
has made me like I know I feel like I say this pretty regularly, but it's got me really jonesing for a Dragon Quest game, like a new Dragon Quest game. Like the whole time I was reading it, I was just like, "Oh my god, I love Dragon Quest! I want to play a Dragon Quest game." And then, yeah. and it kind of made me sad because you know we don't have concrete release dates for like any of the announced, confirmed Dragon Quest games at this point. Don't really know a whole lot about about a lot of them yet, and there's already been a dry spell and the fact that we don't have a lot of news yet makes me think that there's going to be even more of a dry spell before we get Mm -hmm. more. And it's like outside of, outside of the mobile releases. And I mean, we did have the Netflix movie, your story, which I I liked, but there hasn't been a game like a console dragon quest game in so long. And so I just, the whole time I was reading this and as I was getting to the end, like by the time I got to the ending of it, I was all pumped. I was like, let's do this. I want to play a dragon quest game. Yeah. And then I was like, well, what what can I play that I haven't played before, you know? And yeah, I mean, you've even played through uh, Yakuza 7 where you uh, <laughs> where it's kind of, uh, it's like a Dragon Quest. <laughs> but, um, but there's that you could always play through. I don't think you've done it multiple times like you have most of the Dragon Quest games. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's why I started playing Blue Dragon, though. You know, we did our oh, Blue yeah, Dragon episode last week. And that was why, is because I was like, I need a Dragon Quest game, and I haven't played Blue Dragon in a while, and so I was like, maybe I'll replay this, you know? At a certain point, at a certain point, if you go so long without playing a video game, it doesn't quite seem like replaying it anymore, because you've kind of forgotten just enough about it, and Blue Dragon has been kind of that way for me, is that I, I have just, I haven't, I forgot just enough of it that I can, that there's still some surprises every once in a while, where I'm like, oh, I didn't remember this, this is neat. Like the poos. I remember the poos, of course. Oh. <laughs> it's hard to forget. I was actually wondering if the poos were a surprise going back. I meant to ask you that, like, if you really remembered the poos. No, I, re- I remember the poos. I mean, it's like it's like playing a Dragon Quest game and forgetting that slimes exist. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's very hard. It'd be very difficult to do, even if you're not, like, a super huge Dragon Quest fan. They're just, like, so ingrained, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. So Okay. Anyway, um, so you said you were surprised by how quickly the die manga ended. And it, it's I was surprised by how long it was. I mean, 330 okay. pages. But I was surprised by how how little narrative territory, I guess, it covered. Is that like that's right. what you that's what you mean? Yeah. Like you expect it to cover a lot more narrative. I thought that this was going to end at what is probably going to be the end of volume two. Um because like the narrative goes through and that's really when it'll start picking up with what's going on, like how all of this is moving forward. But right now this is the, in terms of the hero's journey, like this is answering the call. Like they don't even have the, uh, the point where they're even approaching a threshold to cross. He hasn't even really, uh, well, no, they do thought about a whole bunch of stuff. They do cross a threshold. It ends with him on the boat going across the water. That's like the most thresholdy of all thresholds. But they're just starting it. Like they haven't even gone across it. That that's true, I guess. They, it, like that, it, that's really what I mean. It's like we're on our way. Is the one of the last lines on the thing of them on the picture of the boat? Like the last two panels of it. I'm looking at it right here. Is them? Uh, I mean, yeah. this is a minor spoiler, but uh, the 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 boat go uh, going with a sail going poof. It's like, we're on our way. I know it was only blah, 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 blah. And then there's one panel and I'm just like, but 
I need you to get to this part that I really thought was interesting after this. They they fellowshiped of the ringed it like that. Those those moments the, when I was reading it, I was like, oh my god, Pop is Sam Gamgee and Bill <laughs> is uh, not Bilbo is Frodo because I mean it's it's literally that scene from the, the Peter Jackson movie where like Frodo is going across on the boat, oh, yeah, and, and Sam was like, don't leave me, Mister Frodo, and is like <laughs> jumping out into the water, and then you know Frodo reaches out and pulls uh, Sam up into the boat. And then they go off with their boat. It does. The movie does end with them actually on the other side. But, yeah. but whereas this one stops with them midway across the water. But yeah, when I was reading that, I was like, this is Sam and Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I don't remember from the online version, this may just be my terrible memory, is the colored pages. Like, I don't remember there being the full color and even partial color, uh, like the orange uh, monotone, monochrome, like the duotone there, rather, uh, online version. New. And there might have been, but I really, really like it. And I really like the, uh, the like, full color comic art that they have at, like, the beginning of the last volume and the, the like, two-page spreads that they do. Yeah, like, I, I was really, really, really like those. Yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised by those because I had not seen anything like that before and had not uh, had not had not seen that in fan translations. But also I wasn't expecting that uh, when yeah. the manga arrived. So when it got to that, I was like, cool. My only, I guess, quibble with that is that it's almost like arbitrary when they start and stop it. Yeah, after it while. seems like that. Like they like at one point they, they finish it like about a third of the way through one of the chapters. And then they and then they don't do it again, and then they pick it up about halfway through a chapter, and then end it before the end of that chapter. And then it's just like I don't know, it's weird. It's just like they randomly threw color into sections, and maybe it's yeah. maybe it's supposed to like emphasize certain parts, but it didn't seem that way, especially the ones that started like that stopped mid chapter. It was just like, like okay, weird. This just stops in the middle of like a conversation. Why? Why? Why was this place chosen to be the stopping point for the color? Yeah, it's like I'm looking like right now, just looking at it, and it's showing the uh, like in the very like I think it's at in like chapter three maybe, and it's like okay, there's a there's monster training and attacking and stuff, and it's like full color spread, full color page, and then it's the next time it's like the duo tone orangish, and it's like nothing changes it's just one from one full color monster attack to a duotone monster attack to a monochrome monster attack later yeah i'm just like hmm i don't i don't understand your actually no the the entire rest of that chapter is orange and so is the next one and then it's just middle of training stuff a training montage where it just goes into black and white again it's like maybe there's something about manga that i don't know yeah maybe that calls this that this happens and i would love for someone to tell me what it is if i'm missing something because it seems arbitrary but it's really cool yeah (laughs) like this is this is the first manga i've ever read and again not a manga expert but out of all the manga you've read all the this is not you just said this is not the first manga you've ever read i said out of all the manga i've ever oh i thought you said this is the first manga i've ever read and i'm like you went through a 15 minute story talking about all the manga you've read First of all, it was like four minutes. Second of all, out of all out of all the manga I've read, this is the first one that's ever done that. And again, I'm not okay. a manga expert. I haven't just like read a ton of it, but I have read, you know, I, I've, I feel like I've read what five or six different 
kinds of manga at this point. And yeah. and I do have I also have like the the DQ seven manga, Warriors of Eden. It's in Japanese, but I have all of those volumes and everything. So I mean I have I have a pretty good like manga collection for somebody who doesn't just like read manga all the time. Right. And this is the first manga I've ever read that did this. And so it did throw me off, pleasantly surprised, but then I was like, what's the reasoning behind this? And so um I do like though, I like the I, I got really excited whenever we get the panels that show Avon like he's dressed like the DQ one hero and Hadler yeah. looks like Dragon Lord and they're fighting and stuff. Um, yeah, it's really I, cool. I really like when they do those things. I like it when they did it in Monsters Plus as well, where they make the connections back to Dragon Quest games because it makes them feel a little bit more connected that way, even mm-hmm. though even though they're not really. It's like it's nice little winks and nudges to the audience outside of just like, hey, here's a slime from Dragon Quest that's also in this die manga. Like it's yeah. it's nice that those connections are there and so I I appreciate those kinds of things. Yeah, I do too. I like stuff like that. Uh like those are the, my one of my favorite things about Final Fantasy games, Dragon Quest games where they have those recurring things like visual elements and motifs. Um I also love about this one the puns for chapter titles. Like Dynamite. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I love that one. Um oh, what was the one I just saw it. I need to flip through again. Um Oh, da, 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 da. I'll find it. instead of indoctrination is what indoctrination is good. Um, oh, come on, it, it was so good. Like I can't can't even remember what it was, but I was like, I read it like I'd forgotten about it, and then I just read it. Arg! I came really close uh, to to calling this episode dynamite. For those people, <laughs> for those who don't know, uh, before we go into record these episodes, I always name them something. And usually there's something funny that aren't always what we're going to be talking about. Like last week we did Blue Dragon, but I named like the episode something like Beej's Pootoberfest or something like that because <laughs> yep. I knew you'd be talking about poos a lot. And so I came really close to calling this one Dynamite, but yeah. instead I was lazy. I just called it Daimanga. <laughs> this one, the, what, I, what I was thinking of is the tale of his indignation. And I was like, that's my kind of pun. That's the kind of thing where you'd make me put a dollar in the jar. Uh, talking about indignation, and you'd be like, wow, dude. Yeah. Wow. And it's like, I appreciate the translators for this, for doing stuff like that. For those having uh, those silly Dragon Quest puns in here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And the, the, that they're bad. Like dynamite, yeah, but indignation <laughs> instead of indignation. So it's bad so they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love them for it. I'm excited to see what they do uh, with more of this because I liked this, but the better characters and enemies, I think, are coming later on. And yeah. I stopped actually watching the anime after the first episode for the same reason I said I was trudging more through this. But it was, uh, I'm looking forward to where it really picks up and like they fight the giant pink crocodile. Like he's cool. Crocodine, crocodile. Yeah, can never. I don't remember yeah. the name, and I didn't actually know what it was in English outside of the translation. So, huh? Well, there you go. Yeah, there's I... also his dynamic training, which, <laughs> uh, which is fun. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to to read more. I agree with you. Like, I know I've read enough of the manga or watched enough of the anime where I I know some of what's coming next and know some characters and things like that. And I agree. I think I think the best. The best moments, the best characters, 
Um, like there's there's a lot of good stuff on the way. And yes. But I mean, if you're if you read a lot of manga, you probably know that already, <laughs> just yeah. because of how you know manga is structured and everything. But yeah, I'm very excited for uh, for volume two, and especially uh, like volumes. Probably ba- based on pacing here, I'm gonna say like volumes like four or five and beyond, where it really yeah. gets into stuff that I that I have not seen before. Like that's what I'm really excited for. Um, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode, though. Remember. You can talk to us on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And another big shout out to M14 Navarro, our newest Patreon patron, and to all of our patrons. We greatly appreciate all of you guys. And if you want to talk to me on Twitter, you can find me there at DragonQuestin. And you can find me on Twitter at Professor Beige. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast, the Geek to Geek podcast, uh, wherever you're listening to this. And you can talk to us on Discord at discord.geek2geekmedia.com. And we would love to uh, to have you. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye, all. <laughs>